0: I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brother, that I have greatly sinned.
1: Hello, folks. This is NYC Actors Talk Film, a podcast where we talk about film, TV, video games, and more from the actor's point of view. We have a very special guest today, Patrick O'Connor.
2: Patrick.
1: Hello. (laughs) Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Of course, of I course. Very good so, friend of ours from Polar okay. Express.
2: That's right, whoa, whoa, man. We're whoa. so happy to have you on the show, man. Yeah, we're,
1: we're yeah. so excited.
0: So excited. I, yeah. I'm excited to be here. This is it's great. It's great yeah. what you guys are doing. And it's so exciting in these uh, times of talk about film and acting and all that. Fun stuff, you know? <laughs> yes,
1: yeah. we love it. We love to yeah. see it. We love to talk it. <laughs> we love to we love talk it. it and love to see it. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> cool. uh, so yeah, yeah so uh, we'll, we'll be talking about quite a few things with you today, mm-hmm. uh, Patrick. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about I confess the Alfred Hitchcock 1953 53. 53 movie, um, 53. and we'll also be talking uh, about uh, method acting. Uh, that's, yeah. our to- that's our topic for today, our topic. and, and uh, that's what we'll be talking about. But before we do any of that, um, we're just going to very briefly talk about I'm Thinking of Ending Things, uh, Charlie Kaufman's new movie on Netflix.
2: Netflix, based on the Ian Reed book, I think that his name is, yeah. That's right, uh, yeah. Nick, did that you, you I't right. read the book, right? I did, did not, and it? you have. Yes.
1: Hmm. Yes.
2: <laughs> now we are, we are friends. The whole Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, having Nick, what did you think about it? Just going into it blind.
1: Yeah, going into it completely blind. I I was uh, confused, but in a great way. I kind of loved it, and I think it's a movie that's going to keep growing on me. I'm gonna. I I keep thinking of that movie and uh, and uh it's it's so smart with what it's trying to say and it's so uh subtle it, it's not spoon feeding you anything you you really have to like figure it out on your own and that's like really exciting stuff and so i watched it uh twice um uh, uh the second time uh, my second viewing was very recent uh and uh, yeah, I, I caught a lot of new things watching it again and uh, without going into spoiler territory because uh, Patrick hasn't seen it uh, yet. Yeah.
0: Uh, uh, I, I put my earmuffs on. Earmuffs no, 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 no. You're,
1: you're fine. You're fine. Uh, but uh, I watching it,
2: <laughs> it, even if we tried to, no.
1: <laughs> yeah, l- literally, we could say anything, and you'd be like, "Is that in the movie?" Oh, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, the the monkeys in space. Uh, no, I'm joking. Um, <laughs> oh, I knew it. But but That's... who knows? Maybe I'm right. <laughs> uh, but uh, I thought. I thought it was very good. I don't. I don't think it's like perfect. I don't. I, I think I have. I have a, a very very few issues with it. But for the most part, I thought it was very very good and really thought provoking in a way that I I miss seeing. You know, it's a new movie, and there not there aren't, there aren't a lot of new movies out, of course. Besides like Netflix movies and Tenet. Uh but besides that, yeah. Um, so it was really really great movie to just sink your teeth into.
2: Yeah, I, I don't know. I read the book. <laughs> as, someone, uh, as someone who has read the book, how'd you feel? Yeah. I, I, I read it at the beginning of, of, of quarantine because I, I bought the book a few years ago and I was like, like, I don't know why I didn't read it, but I never did, but I picked it up at the beginning of quarantine and it blew me away. I literally read it in a night. I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm so this is so sp- suspenseful." And then while watching the movie, I was kind of disappointed because I, I felt like Kaufman he uh had the mood right. you know, like the, it was very similar to the book the right movie.
1: like it's a, a very
2: and, creepy mood. Yeah, um but other than that, I feel like he, like the ending is totally changed.
1: Well, here's the thing. Here's what I've been kind of uh, researching. Um, Now, I'm not going to pretend I know everything that happens in this movie. I'm not going to pretend that watching it even two times that I completely understand what's going on. But after, you know, uh, watching it twice and then reading other people's opinions about it and and their opinions about the book and what happens at the end of the book, we're not going to spoil it. But I think from what I've read or what, what I've heard anyway, that... I, I think it's probably the movie has a potentially better ending because um, it's not it's not so obvious. It's it, you have to really like think about what's going on instead of the book kind of sp- spoon feeding you like, hey, like this is what's going on.
2: I want you to know something. I've never heard something more wrong.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that it, no. it, it sounds like a, it sounds like it's not like it's
2: more obvious. No, er- it's not. No, I th- I, th- I think the movie spe- spoonful feed bleh, 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 uh, a little more than the book.
1: Really, uh, but w- yeah. not uh, without giving too much away. Like, what are the examples you see of, of them spoon feeding? Oh boy, I don't know if I cannot spoil it. Well, um, as 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 much as they, you can.
2: Well, they show they show you what's going on the first scene. If you really like the book, though, well, you've read the book, though. Yeah. I mean, maybe that's why, maybe that's why I think <laughs> that's the thing. Like as someone who
1: hasn't, who didn't read the book, I had no idea what was going on until not even till not even at the end. Like I had to think about it.
2: <laughs> maybe that is why, why I think the way I do. Though.
1: Yeah. I think I not, not to uh, say you're wrong because you obviously your opinion is value uh, validated, but um, you probably have a different perspective than me because you already know what
2: happens. I think for the people that read the book, I don't think that they like it as much for, as the people that did. And I think that, Right, and I've and I've heard that. that. And I've heard true. people
1: say that it's that people are like, Oh, it's well,
2: I read the book and it's not as good as the book. I think that reigns true for all of uh movies that were at first books. Oh what? I think yeah. that reigns true for all like books that are turned into movies. Like the book is always better.
1: There are maybe like a few exceptions, but yeah, you're probably right. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, obviously, I haven't seen all of the books that have been turned <laughs> the, the All the yeah. movie books, yeah, I haven't read them all and seen them all, but yeah. uh, but like the, from what I hear and what I've experienced personally, I think that's kind of how it is. Um, but yeah, so I didn't completely like it. I thought that it was like, but you did like it. I did. Okay, I did.
1: good. It okay, you're, you're not. You're not a. a there, you're, you're okay then.
2: It wasn't, (laughs) but I will say this, when she said, I'm thinking of ending things, I said, yeah, me too. What? What does that mean? (laughs) I said, said, yeah, me too. I'm thinking of ending this movie and just turning it off.
1: Really? So uh, so, uh, even though you liked it? Even though you liked it? Even though I liked it. (laughs) Even though you liked it, you wanted to shut it off. Okay, sure, Hunter. Um,
2: (laughs) Do you have a rating for it?
1: Uh well before we get into our ratings uh mm-hmm. let's just very quickly uh talk about the acting in that movie uh specifically our two leads and Tony Collette and who plays the dad again he's the he's the guy from Prisoner of uh Prisoner of yeah, uh, Azkaban. He's, he's Lupin Yeah he's Lupin uh, Lupin and and Tony Collette
2: <laughs> Yeah Lupin and uh Lupin and the woman from uh the those those uh horror movies
1: yeah so those four are <laughs> yeah uh hereditary woman <laughs> mm-hmm. uh those four characters are really the only characters that are uh that are really in the movie i mean obviously there are characters that pop in and out but like those are like the main four so like how, how did you feel about those characters and the acting
2: um i thought that the the casting choices were absolutely perfect um, and I think they did as good as they possibly could. <laughs> I really do. I think that Tony they did, Collette, they did fine work. I mean, saying that Tony Collette steals the show.
1: Yes, I mean she steals she show. steals the show. I I would say as yeah as some as a uh, character who isn't in the whole movie. Yeah, she's okay. she's like the standout. But I mine my standout is probably Jesse Plemons mm-hmm.
2: because
1: Jesse Plemons is like without without uh going in too much into it uh he no i don't know if i can <laughs> uh i guess he's he's i don't know if i can actually <laughs> no, no, no,
2: yeah. no.
1: it's but all it's all very, i can say but, is that he he plays his character very sincerely but also very uh very creepily as well Uh, He he has a bunch of sides to him. He's not just one thing. And once we get closer and closer to the ending moments of the movie, you start to sort of understand more about how he feels about himself, how he feels about other people, and how he, especially, um, like, his girlfriend and his mom and dad. Um, I think once they, like, kind of strip away the layers of like who this character really is and what he really wants. Mm -hmm. It's, I think it's brilliant. And I think it's such a poignant uh, study of this character.
2: (laughs) Yeah. um, For me, I think Tony Collette, maybe I think my mind's just tainted by the book though, because in the book, like that character also steals the show for me. And it's and just such a, it's so such
1: awesome. a, it's such a funny movie too. Like the, the, especially the, the scenes with the parents are just like so good.
2: See, I, I don't, that's my, I don't like that you think that it's funny.
1: <laughs> well, it's supposed to be, that's the movie.
2: No, no it's supposed to be creepy. Well, it like, is creepy. It's I, creepy and funny.
1: no, no, wait, wait, Hunter. I'm saying it's funny in a dark comedy sort of way. Yes. See, no, I don't like that. Well, that's the movie. I, you, yeah, you I know, disagree. but it's not the book. <laughs> but it, but that's what I heard. The movie's creepy too. I mean, the book is creepy too.
2: Oh no, no, the book is crazy. Well, I, I guess
1: I I prefer uh, dark uh, comedy moments. I guess darkly comedic moments. I guess. Yeah. So that that's that's why I liked it because like it was it made you cringe and it made you laugh as well. I just I just love that combination.
2: Yeah, just the book. I'll I'll give context for this night that I read the book. I had to put it down because I was my heart was pumping so much. You know.
1: Well, I and had like, the I had to pause I'll the movie. It. it was it was so creepy see, at points. See, I did. There's a no. moment when when someone go. when when someone's uh uh doing a, po- a poem or a, uh doing a monologue. And 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 this person does something in the middle of the monologue that I was like, holy shit!
2: <laughs> yeah, that I, I know the scene that you're talking about. That's amazing. Also, when they, I won't spoil it. The yeah, the it's car, hard.
1: It's hard to describe it without yeah spoiling the car it. Our scenes are
2: are are crazy good.
1: Yeah, I I'll think I my it. my only my only issues would be just like I am I'm, I'm after seeing it twice, I'm still not like the the hugest fan of like the last two scenes. I think I, I do like that. They don't spell out what's going on, but I think at that point I, I was kind of like checking my watch a little bit. Like I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if we need all of this. I think it, it's effective and it works and it, and it serves the themes of the movie. But I, I feel like we could have either cut it down or made it crazier. If that made makes any sense to you.
2: Read the book. yeah but i heard but i heard the book spoon feeds you what happens dude the best part of the book is the end the worst part of the movie is the end (laughs) that it just doesn't that doesn't sit right with me okay okay okay
1: okay. i i see you i hear you but i i also i also think without we would have to talk spoiler wise but i i think by the way at least the 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 book describes the ending i i feel like it, it it's it,
2: it, it's not as interesting. I don't think so. Patrick, have we, have we ruined this movie for you? No,
0: you know, it, what's crazy is I have this like weird complex when I hear like, I have to read the book that I like won't see the movie. You don't,
1: <laughs> you don't have to read the book.
0: Like I have, I have gone girl sitting on my desk, oh, but, again, and- just, I've, but I've
1: never seen the movie.
0: Whoa. Not, I've, right? and, oh, the movie just, the movie's I, like, great. I tell myself I have to read it first and then I and then I don't read it. So it's like
2: I, weird I Some will book. say this the book of uh I'm thinking of ending things is like yeah, yeah. two hundred pages. Well it, it's super quick. Short book. Um,
0: well, i I'm gonna throw it on the Amazon list. I'm throwing <laughs> it on for the next. Yeah, yeah. Slap, slap it on it. there. I'll, I'll slap it on there. Um no, now I'm intrigued to see it. Um I'm curious because I really don't know anything about it. Good. So now, good. Uh
2: yeah. Yeah, go I, into a client.
0: Yeah. Go into a
1: client.
0: Now totally I'm, all I'm thinking about is a monkey in space. That's that's <laughs> Yeah, get
1: get ready for those monkeys. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. uh Hunter, your final
2: thoughts and rating. Um I'll just my my rating I think is it's a nice crisp. Seven out of ten. Ooh,
1: okay. You know what? As as much as I disagree, like I respect that rating because I thought it would be lower. By the way, you described it. No,
2: because I really did like getting the book out of my mind. I really did enjoy the movie, and I, I, I mean, I watched the whole thing, right? So,
1: <laughs> well, you did have the. I got you through not, it. You yeah. did have to pause it a few times, but <laughs> yeah. you, you got um, th- you got through it eventually.
2: A nice a nice seven out of ten. I think that. People, uh, as far as recommending it goes, I feel like people would uh, like to watch it.
1: Uh, yes, <laughs> uh, they would like to see it. They would like um, to, see. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I I thought it was very thought provoking, very funny, very creepy, um, and and just it just has so much to say, and it 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 demands you uh, to watch it again. Like you can't watch it just once like you yeah. it, honestly like the second viewing was even better for me because it's like oh this is so smart it was right under our noses mm-hmm. um so uh nine out of ten uh, uh eight wow. eight i i'm i'm torn between eight or nine but i'm gonna say nine for now because i think it's very
2: very 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 good damn a nine that's and what light. I said, Hunter. Is it, it's a Lost season
1: one. It's a Lost season one. That's right. <laughs> and you're you're a Lost season two for me.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a I'm a
1: prisoners is what I am. Yeah, that's right. You're a prisoners I like it for as this. Much as I like that's prisoners. right. You son of a bitch. Okay, uh, okay so, <laughs> uh, so I confess. Patrick. Yes. So this was uh, one of the few um, movie choices you mm-hmm. gave to us, and mm-hmm. Hunter and I decided upon. I confess. Yeah. I
2: confess. I'm glad That's you a- picked
1: it. I'm
0: glad. I kind of threw it in there in the middle. I'm like, I hope they pick. I
1: confess. <laughs> yeah. Like oh. it can't be. It can't be your first. It can't be the last. Pick. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, It'll right, be then, like choice uh, the third or the fourth choice. You know. I, I I wish the title had an exclamation point at the end. Yeah, right? I, wanna,
0: <laughs> I, confess. I,
1: confess. I confess. Uh, uh for, so so yeah, Alfred Hitchcock 1953
2: movie. Montgomery Cliff. Montgomery, Montgomery Clift.
0: Clift. The forgotten Hollywood star. Yeah. Hartley.
2: i will I've, yeah, I've
0: never
1: that, I've never seen him in anything before. I had oh. never even heard of him. And that's, really? why, that's yeah. why Yeah. Yeah, me too.
2: Me too. Yeah. That's why I was so interested to do it because I was like Okay, Hitchcock, yeah. Montgomery Clift, I don't know who this is. And now,
1: yeah. I'm like,
2: why didn't... And doing research on him a little bit, and I was like, why don't I know who this guy is? Right, I, right. Was
1: looking, I was looking up um, movies he's done, and like he's done a lot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nominated for th- four, three Academy Awards. Damn. Didn't win, yes. either. That's, that's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh what's his from there? Um well, you from here to eternity, you know, he's in. I think that's and, right. Uh, and for I think his one of his best performances is A Place in the Sun. And I was reading that Brando actually voted him for best actor over his streetcar performance. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. It was, it was like Brando Brando's f- like, yeah, he
1: not so good.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's the most
2: iconic <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, right, isn't it? That's really crazy. Yeah, Um, and yeah, yeah. Question, Mm because Nick and I were talking a little bit before. What made you like? How I don't know. What made you throw this movie in the list?
0: Yeah, you know, well, I was. I have this huge VHS collection. So when you told me, I was like, "All right, what do I have in my VHS collection here?" And I saw, Mm -hmm. I saw a Hitchcock movie, and I was like, "Well, I bet Hitchcock. I wonder what he thinks of Method Act." Because he's so particular, mm-hmm. and I was reading, and then I saw I just typed in like Hitchcock method acting just to see, and it was like Montgomery Clift, and I confess, and it like it pissed Hitchcock off. I was like, oh, we got a one, Montgomery Clift, and then two, like going against Hitchcock Hitchcock style. It's gonna it will be it. Oh, you
1: know, so you're a- you're saying that Hitchcock didn't like method acting. No no yeah i I okay like
2: he got he didn't understand it and he like got frustrated uh okay that that actually
1: uh your your pick makes more sense now (laughs) yeah yeah uh okay
0: yeah and i i think montgomery clift is just such an important actor to talk about yeah especially in like Reading such his tragic life of being in the closet and going through that car crash that destroyed his image. It just
1: mm-hmm.
0: it just so, so interesting to me.
1: Oh wow. I didn't know any of yeah. that. That's crazy. Um yeah. wow.
0: Yeah, he kinda he got you know, he's a very handsome guy, as we saw I confess. He's a, he's oh, a snack.
2: He's a, oh. snack. he's a total yeah, snack. He's absolutely. a he's he's a little stud muffin. Is so what he, he
0: was did. in this he was in this movie. I was first introduced when I was in college. We had to watch The Heiress, which was an older a play, and he plays the heartthrob in it, right? The mm. heartthrob character. And spoiler alert for those <laughs> itching, <laughs> <and> <laughs> it's an
1: old movie, so it's
0: an old movie. The girl doesn't pick him at the end, and they that's like the premise of the play. She doesn't pick him.
1: And well, Montgomery Clift would re- be all right with that, because you right, know,
0: right, <laughs> right, and well, yeah, of course. And that actress received so much uh hate mail uh, from his adoring female fans from the, yeah, yeah.
1: Scene. that's because fucking nuts. Isn't Is
0: that th- crazy? You, yeah. You'd
2: think that the, uh, female fans would be like, Oh, thank you. Good. Yeah, and now, now exactly. he's mine.
0: No, but they yeah. instead they're like, no, forget you. Like,
2: are you kidding? No, like crazy. we want Clift. We want a piece of we that. Want Clift bar. Clift. Yeah. We want <laughs> that Clift bar, dude. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Amazing. So Patrick, yeah. um, what are your thoughts on I confess my thoughts
0: on I confess? Dun, 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 Well, it's kind of, I think it was, it needed a little, a little time with the, the script, even reading about it. They worked the script for eight years because they had to flesh it out with the church. They had to flesh it out with the studio about what could be done and, following this priest. And I think it's such an interesting question. It brings, I grew up very Catholic and, you know, and I still get thrown into that mix a lot. I, I, I teach a, at a Jesuit university. Um, and just the idea of a priest dealing with such a big uh, secret. Um,
1: right. Because he literally can't tell anyone else.
0: He, right. Cause he can't tell yeah. anyone else, you know, that's the sacrament of confession for for those uh, listening that aren't Catholic. that that's the the beauty of forgiveness in the Catholic church is you get to absolve your sins with the priest by acknowledging them. And then um, he forgives you in the eyes of God. And it, it, it brings such a, a big question. Even I thought about as a kid, when I would go to confession, I'm like, what if I did something like bad, <laughs> you know, <laughs> what if I did something really bad and I had to go talk about it. Um, but that being said, I think, it it, that conflict is such a hard thing to capture um for um a a priest uh a priest's dilemma in that or even why someone would not just be like hey like no (laughs) i didn't murder anyone i know who did you know Mm -hmm. right and that's yeah that's kind of my initial attraction to the movie and my initial thoughts on it how about you guys what did you think
1: yeah uh so let me let me uh, jump in just uh, yeah. someone who uh has never seen this movie ha- uh, has never even heard of this movie until now uh or even it's a uh, main character um so uh, a, a Hel- alfred hitchcock thriller yeah. that is shockingly mediocre where its main character played by montgomery clift gets mm-hmm. nothing to do uh yeah. I, <laughs> I i i i was craving more Montgomery Clift in this movie, and i i i was i i really wanted more of him, and i just didn't get that, and that i think the movie suffers for it. and i i just didn't i i didn't really like the movie, but i respect it, and i and i'll get into what i like and what i don't like. Um, i don't think it's like a terrible movie. it's for all intents and purposes, it's well made. i just didn't really like it all that much. a mm. uh, hunter. Uh, what are your thoughts on I
0: confess?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I, I grew up Catholic as well. Um, and I, I thought it was also really interesting that premise and it, it also, cause while I was younger, I also thought, um, a little bit like, Oh my, like, I don't know that, that whole confession scene is just like very interesting. And like what do people say in there you know because when i was younger and going to confession i was like oh i stole like a pen off of somebody's desk man i feel really bad yeah am i going to hell yeah but as as you as you get older and stuff like that it's like man what do they hear they must hear some crazy stuff and i wonder how often um that happens like people confess murders you know
1: um they they probably do it Uh, a lot more than we think because because of that rule of like they can't tell anyone so I I guess those people think well if I let it out to this guy or this uh, yeah to this uh, priest that I'll I'll feel better without the consequences
2: well sorry it's actually interesting too because uh, we just talked about prisoners too a few episodes ago, right and that that happens in prisoners too so I I don't know. Interesting. Just, I just thought of it right now. Um, oh, you you mean a a, a thriller with like a, a with religious themes to it? No. Uh, in prisoners, when the the guy that kidnaps the kids confesses to the priest about it, and the priest oh. kills him.
1: That's um, right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah.
2: Montgomery Clift uh, deals with it different way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, much, different.
1: much different.
2: Yeah. Um, but I thought that it it needed it needed more Montgomery cliff too. Cause in scenes with, um, uh, uh, and Baxter as Ruth Grandfort who kind of gets more screen time. she does. I was, I thought that, and I was like, man, I really, I really wish they focused on uh cliff a little bit more. I wish he got more screen time. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I did like it though. I did. I was like, I, I was interested the entire time. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I'll say right now. Without going too deep, in right. my Um So, uh,
1: Patrick, yeah, uh, what is uh, if you had to pick a favorite part um, mm-hmm. uh, in this movie, what would it be?
0: You know, some of my favorite parts are don't even really involve the acting too much, um, and some of just kind of the symbolic shots, like Hitchcock's, sh- like shooting, like some of his shots. I'm like, wow, that's brilliant. Like when she's trying to call. Uh, Father Logan, and like you just see your hand in the phone, like fumbling with it. But there's a shot when he's in court and he's getting these questions and he can't answer, and he just does a wide uh a close up with uh his face and the cross in the back. That's yes. one of my favorite moments, and then a, a secondary favorite moment in the same vein is when he's walking and uh, I, you're not, you're not sure if he's going to run away or if he's going to go to the cops, um, the cliff, like he's, they show him the priest and they just show, uh, Jesus carrying the cross, like in the, in the film from an aerial shot and him just walking. Like he has like, and like he has the cross, to bear, all that. Right.
1: That That's near like the end of the movie, right? Uh, cool. Right before the court scene. So right. near the end, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I
0: was like, like three fourths into it, um, that's one of my favorite parts. Um, seeing those, all, all the different uh, symbols he's yeah. trying to play.
1: Cool, uh, cool. Uh, star. yeah, um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, one of um, one of my, uh, my favorite uh, part is actually very similar to yours. Yeah, I like the direction and I like the look of the movie, especially the lighting. Um, mm-hmm. The opening scene where Otto. Uh, the the murderer, the bad guy, um, he uh, he's in uh the dark alleys uh, in the opening scene uh, of Quebec, and he he enters the church to meet with Fa- uh, Father Logan. Uh, the scene is striking, and the black and white lighting constantly shifts. It's very, it's a very standout moment when it comes to just like how it's shot and how the uh, the lighting looks, um, especially when Otto goes inside. Uh, the confessional booth, like right before he does that, for some, like it's really, really cool. Like the lighting just sort of like changes in front of you. It's so interesting. Um, and uh, what else? Uh, there was a nice shot where we see the back of Father Logan's head from Alma's point of view. Uh, the the wife of Otto, uh, from from her point of view, uh, just like seeing the back of his head while she's like really nervous about, like you know, is he gonna spill the beans? You know, is he gonna let the priest know about what happened. That was a really, really striking uh, shot as well. And there was some really interesting prop use. Like the first time we see the character, Willie Robinson, uh, we see him put like two forks together on top of a cup.
2: Yeah.
1: And it's like, I don't know why he did that, but it was funny. And I was like, oh, okay. This guy sounds, he looks, <laughs> he looks fun. Um, (laughs) and then we see him, uh, and then the next time we see him, he's like balancing a cup of water at the party. And it's like, it's hard to, uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it's really something like those were like the moments that stood out to me.
2: These are my special skills. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, Nick, with that same part with the fork, uh, over the, the cup, I was, cause I used to make short films when I was in high school and I used to With forks and cups? Yes. Yes. No, I used to watch this uh, YouTuber guy that would talk about filmmaking. He was like, give your actors like something to do, you know, like make like a sandwich or something like that. Right. And I was like, wow. Hitchcock was like, yeah, give (laughs) my actors something to do. Here, can you put two forks? On top of on the top of your cough there <laughs> <laughs> perfect, but just at the beginning of the scene, and then right when you start speaking, take him off. you're uh, a fun, rich guy. <laughs> do something fun um yeah, my favorite part is also similar to your guys is uh specifically the shot where uh Aud- the killer uh is he mm. I think he's talking to his wife, and it's a shot where the the crucifix is like. He's kind of hiding behind it a little bit. You can't see him. It's kind of focusing on that and his wife. And I was like, wow, that is such like a, you're so hiding behind like Catholicism, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. you're hiding behind the religion because you had to get something off your fricking chest <laughs> where nobody could tell it. Like you, I don't know. I felt that character was so selfish. Um, <laughs> gone, like. Well, I was like, this is the worst thing that you could do. to a pre like it's the worst thing that you could do i couldn't think of anything worse um, (laughs) to put somebody somebody through right um but yeah i i also liked how um like i didn't know who did it even though i knew who did it yeah
1: i'll I'll say that i i was i was waiting for like okay so what's like the twist yeah
2: Mm yeah um
1: yeah
0: and that kind of goes into like reading about them developing the twist uh the the uh from the play the play actually he the priest as we go into it has an affair before he was a priest and she's pregnant she's pregnant in the play and he gets executed at the end the priest
1: oh
2: okay
0: wow but that's like that's the original foundation from where this movie
1: came
2: so it was based off a play yeah, yeah, I re- I read that it was based off a of play, like in 1902, 1912, or something like that. Okay. Um, I wonder why they didn't do that. Yeah, I, feel, power, like that, I feel like that. I
1: feel like that would have been a better ending.
0: Yeah, I I just the Catholic Church would have never let that happen in the 50s. Oh, you know? Okay.
1: Like yeah, at,
0: yeah Like they had a, they had so much power back then. Uh-huh. Even even still, even if it was like this modern time, it's, I, they just wouldn't. And people want to watch it even less than what they did when
1: you know, when it came right. out. Like people um, would be outraged if something outraged. like that happened. Uh, like you were saying before. Uh, yeah, you, you were saying before about yeah. the other Mont- Montgomery Clift movie where uh, yeah. he, he doesn't get the girl and how people were freaking out. And Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, yeah. yeah, people, I
0: mean, think about when the
1: Da Vinci <laughs> Code came
0: out, how pissed people were. Like, I remember that as a kid being like, why is everyone so mad? I,
1: I, on, I honestly don't know. I, like I, I, I don't know the controversy behind
2: that. Oh my people! I was not allowed to watch that movie. I I'm, still I wasn't it. either. Yeah, yeah. Growing up, I wasn't allowed to watch that movie. And Why? Because it was they a violent heard. movie. No, no,
0: because of it, they uh, assumed that Jesus was in a relationship with Mary Magdalene, right? Mm-hmm. That's and <laughs> all, like there was hidden messages in all that all the stuff and people were not... Yeah, like,
2: all the Catholic, like, artifacts and all, like, the Bible and stuff like that. And oh. I, I still haven't seen that movie.
1: Yeah, I uh, haven't I seen have, that. I haven't, I haven't seen I haven't, it either. I in,
2: uh, in also a similar way that I wasn't allowed to uh, watch Harry Potter at a young age either.
1: Oh, really? Because, like, your parents don't believe in witchcraft?
2: Yeah, well, just because, like, yeah. Like, it was, like... <laughs> the whole we with, like witchcraft, and it's no,
1: that 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 does make sense, though. I, I, I joke, but, yeah, that, you know, obviously... You know, some people are just uh, just don't like that stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I, especially in like thinking about it in the 1950s, right? Like, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah, bringing everybody the witch trials. Oh wait, not the not the fifties. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm thinking of the Red Scare. I'm thinking yeah. of because because yeah. the Crucible is very much about the Red Scare as well. So. Yeah. yeah, very true. Yeah, right. that's what I, that's why I was thinking. That of that. Was... Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and also, also right? right <laughs> yeah, yeah. We 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 got back here's to here's we got back here. to it. Um, and also there, you know, witch hunts now. <laughs> yeah, witch hunt, witch hunt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, um, but yeah. But yeah, so I I think that was, that was my favorite part. Just that I liked how I didn't know, you know, cause I, I'm looking at, I, I felt like uh, Montgomery Cliff did such a, such a good job with that too. Cause I was looking at him, I was like, is the twist going to be somehow that he did it? And I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. He was very, he was very hard to read, but at the same time, like, oh, I could look into your soul. Right.
0: You always think, you always, I think the twist that we, we, uh, Hitchcock wanted us to feel is like, is he gonna blurt it out? Is he gonna like, yes. like throw his priesthood, everything he holds such high level? Is he gonna throw it out? Like in that scene when he's walking with Otto and Otto has the flowers and he's, Otto's like, oh, you talked to the police, you talked to the police, and he just stops him at a dime and turns to him and just with his just, face, and you're like, Ooh. and he says i'm going to jail and he just walks away
1: like wow yeah 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 because at the end of the day he doesn't uh say
2: anything no he no. doesn't he and never does because auto at the that last like scene with him where he's where he gets shot and dies and he's all like oh you blurted it out like, wow, wow, you spineless freaking coward, man. And I was like, oh, my God, I want to sh- shoot somebody, shoot him. Somebody freaking end his life. But
1: also, like, so, he, kind of, he kind of admits to his own crime because he was like, oh, you, you like, he thought he said something. Uh-huh. Yeah, he <laughs> so, like, he, he ruined his own fucking career. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
0: And, and he just canceled okay. himself. Yeah, he canceled himself. But he still gets his last rights read to him. Um, it's true. I'm Montgomery Cliff. You know. Yeah. He, also, that's
2: can we just talk about how he was? The auto was all like, "I'm not a killer. Like, I'm not a killer. Like, it was an accident." He kills this wife. And Then he kills his, wife. <laughs> he kills his yeah.
0: fucking wife. He like turns the gun sideways. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and also, he shoots, right he shoots. He shoots his own
1: wife in front of like thousands of people.
0: Yeah, I think that was such a problem I had with the movie was with maybe we'll talk about it. It was yeah like, yeah uh,
1: patrick patrick yeah well, uh, your least favorite parts yeah yeah, you go into it
0: yeah uh it's auto you know i honest to god and it just it didn't make sense it didn't like yeah. he got his confession like the priest is taking like the taking taking <laughs> it for the team you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: um and he just is like you know what f it like i'm gonna plant uh i'm gonna plant a uh his cloak like a bloody cloak i was wearing i'm gonna plant that with this stuff. I'm going to shoot my wife. Um, It it just didn't make sense to me. It just didn't make sense. I wanted him to be more evil. Like I wish we got a sense of him being more evil. Like if he was in the extortion somehow with his, like if he was blackmailing his previous lover, you know, that like that kind of makes sense. I feel like the biggest villain was the guy who died
1: in the beginning. Right. In some ways he is. Yeah. He's he's yeah. actually the the only one driving the plot in some ways, and he's already dead. Yeah, exactly. Which I find I don't know troublesome. <laughs> it,
0: it's
1: troublesome. I
0: I that was my least favorite part was like trying to because I want a good bad guy, I and mean, I think that hurt Cl- like Cliff's performance too because yeah it it didn't give him enough to play with like. Right. Even in the character sense, like, why is this person doing this to me, you know? And if we just keep asking ourselves, why is this person doing this? Then we get
1: bored ourselves of the mm. character, you know? Right. And also something I didn't write, but, but something I was very perplexed by and we get no answer or no kind of payoff to the 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 priest with the bike that keeps falling (laughs) we never get any payoff with him like he he shows up like three times and his bike falls and it's like ha ha that's such a
0: priest thing
1: (laughs) Um, such such a priest
0: thing it just it feels like i kind of laughed at it because i was like oh my god this, this is like the jesuits walking around
1: because I thought, because I thought he might have been a, like a secret asshole. Like kept, <laughs> that would be like cool. We, we kept focusing on him, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, is there going to be like some sort of payoff? Like, oh, actually, he's involved somehow." Nope. Yeah, they're, they're he's the he's the one blackmailing Father Logan. At yeah, the exactly. End. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> yeah. 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 So my my least favorite uh, part was the uh, the character of Ruth, uh, the mm-hmm. love interest, played by Ann B- uh, Baxter. Uh, she's so annoying to me. Like her flashbacks are like almost the worst part uh, of the movie for me because like they, so they, <laughs> there are moments in the flashback where like they they talk about oh we saw a uh, Valette that's the guy who got yeah. murdered. Yeah. Uh, they saw they see Valette at their wedding or whatever, like her wedding with the other guy, and and uh, she says in the voiceover they didn't know him. So then, in like in visually in the flashback, they they kind of shrug at each other. It's like so cheesy and it's like so laughable, <laughs> and 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 and, and, uh, and most of it uh, grinds the movie to a halt. I would say it feels like I, I was. We were saying this before. It seems like she has more screen time than Montgomery Clift. Like looking at her. Uh, a watch in the flashback too was like a weird moment. It was like I don't know, I didn't know what time it was, and then like she looks at the watch and it's like what? <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, but uh, some, But I think my ult- the ultimate least favorite part for me is the ending. And you 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 kind of mentioned it before, how confusing it is because it, it, it's confusing in what it's trying to say. Because like after revealing who the killer was at the start of the movie you can only go down from there. Like there are no new developments, no new twists. There, there are some, I guess, uh, uh, reveals as when it comes to just like Ruth's flashback. But once again, I don't, I, I feel like besides knowing the fact that that uh, was blackmailing them because they were seeing each other. We didn't need any of that besides that moment. Uh, I feel like a lot of that was unnecessary to me, but, but, uh, Back to the ending uh, just for a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah, so Otto, what a schmuck. Like he's a bumbling, he's a bumbling bad guy uh, and, and he's dropping flowers. He's killing his own wife <laughs> after explaining he killed for her at the start. But then, yeah. and shooting her in front of thousands of people, which I mentioned before. But, and so he becomes a mustache twirling bad guy out of nowhere. And he's not very effective at covering up his own murder. <laughs> um like he like his motivation for like oh i did that to like give my my wife money or like you know to protect her because she's struggling so much i wanted to help her out Is like a kind of nuanced kind of like relatable reason why someone would do such a bad thing and then they just kind of throw it out the window and he's like no they're like no he's a asshole that's it Like, it's just not really anything interesting by by the end. And so the ending kind of solidifies Father Logan as an incredibly passive character, which was very disappointing to me because I thought we were gonna see some really standout acting from him, but instead I got, you know, he didn't do a bad job, but I I personally didn't get anything out of his performance in in the movie. Hmm. That's interesting. (laughs) <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> no uh because my, my my least favorite part um is very similar to yours uh and the ruth granford i was like all right like you got a beautiful face beautiful voice <laughs> you know you got that like 1950s woman voice you know <laughs> uh but th- there was nothing else there's nothing else going on uh behind that you know like i i, I looking in her eyes, I was like, you, you don't feel anything like there, there's nothing going on up here or in here. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, maybe I, I'd be fine with it if she didn't get as much screen time as she did. Um, but yeah, I think that her, just her, that's my <laughs> least <favorite part. laughs> uh, perfect. Perfectly said. And it's interesting, Um, she wasn't, I don't know why I found this interesting, yeah. but I do. Um, that she wasn't the first actress that was cast for it either. Yeah. It was um, Anita Bjork. Yeah. After he Hitchcock saw her in a movie that I have not seen called Miss Julie. Have you guys seen that movie?
0: No. I've read Miss Julie. Uh, it's okay. a old. It's a old play.
2: Okay.
1: So um, you've read the book, but you haven't seen the movie. So yeah, this, is the it's opposite. It's this is the opposite bad. of yeah. what you were saying before. Julie's, was, yeah.
0: Yeah,
2: was,
1: um, Julie's a, a good play.
2: A, yeah, a, and, like a
0: theater history type of... Ah, play.
2: Okay. Yeah, and I guess Hitchcock cool. saw her in that. And she got to uh, Hollywood like with her baby and uh, her husband or something like that. And then the studio was all like, yeah, pick another girl. What? Yeah. yeah, why? Well, it
0: wasn't it wasn't a husband? I think if okay a lover,
1: okay. yeah. Okay, so wait, yeah. a, her lover said don't cast her. No, no. 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 The, the studio
0: saw the lover and the, like a kid and like we're not going to cast an actress who's not married.
1: Oh, marry. okay, I see what you mean.
0: Okay, yeah. okay.
2: And I, I was like, dude, what? Like, <laughs> I was like, how, how is yo, that? A- ho- yo, Hollywood is sexist i was like how is that a factor man like it's so i don't know i thought that was interesting and I, I i kept wondering how it would have been if that actress had uh been in it instead if i would have liked it her character well i don't they- know
1: i don't know if and uh baxter is a good actress or not because this is the only movie i've seen her in but like yeah did she academy I, I agree and baxter. oh really yeah. he's yeah.
2: academy Award winner and. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, uh, what Do uh, what did she win it for? It wasn't the 10 commandments. I saw that she was in that.
0: No, she was in the 10 commandments. I, I remember the year it was 1940s. Like it was before the movie. That's what I remember. Uh, she won for the razor's edge.
2: Okay. So was, was that the selling, was she the selling point of this movie? Cause I thought the selling point would have been Montgomery Clift. Right. Right. But I, think the it, I think
0: I think it was Montgomery Clift. Uh, would be the sell? That's
2: true. I mean, he's the main guy, you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I know. I just I was just asking because I was like, she has an Academy Award, you know, and she right. and Montgomery Clift never won one. So I was like, I don't know. That's just weird to me seeing like the talent.
1: Yeah, yeah it was it was very odd because like I yeah I was just really like amped to like really see like Clift, <laughs> you know, like I was really like okay. Give me the goods, and I didn't really get the goods. Yeah, but you, you guys, I, I think, disagree. With I that. think you do get the goods in a way, though. Yeah, I
0: think it's funny you guys keep saying that he didn't get screen time, yet, but he's like in every scene, like he's there. Yeah, you we re-watched? just, I, I, I personally I think just it's in a the dialogue thing. because you hear a lot of characters talk, and he's still he doesn't say anything. Like even looking for a piece of what he's, he doesn't, he doesn't talk. So I kind of rewatched some of the scenes without sound to see if what I could get. And it was just so interesting because he's making so many choices. And if you watch it, like you can see that dilemma for it's really slight, but you can
1: see him working. And I'm not saying he's bad by any means. I'm not saying he's bad. I just wanted more. Mm. Yeah. Like I just wish like from a, uh, well, mostly from a writing standpoint, but I, I, because I'm sure he just worked, you know, with what he had, but like, I wish we got like a, I, I wish we got inside his head more because, yeah, what a dilemma. But I, I, I feel like they could have done more with that dilemma. Mm.
2: I that kind of it kind of brings me to uh, my MVP and what oh, yeah. I wrote down Go about ahead. that. Yeah, uh, Montgomery Clift is a subtle tour de force. The way he, the way his character never breaks his code of morals, yet you can see him dying on the inside without saying a word. Uh, it was one of the best performances that I've seen in a older movie like this. Really? Yeah. I really, I don't know why I, so you wanted more because you loved it. Because I loved it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay, Yeah. Okay. I don't know why I was like, how did I, how do I not know this guy? I mean,
1: I do, I do want to see more of his movies. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I just want to see more of him, but I guess for me, it's like, you know, I, I I just wanted more of a a character study, but I, but I, but I see what you mean. Yeah. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. I, I yeah I don't know because you know you know Brando you know Dean, and it's like what happened to this guy in the history books man I don't know I what did you guys what's your guys' MVP I'm mean, uh, uh
1: I'll I'll go uh yeah. very quickly uh, uh Carl Malden as the Carl inspector Malden. oh uh, yeah when he first showed up I I knew I recognized him from somewhere uh he's he's the priest in On the Waterfront. Uh, he doesn't get a lot to do in the film per se, but I, I thought his meeting slash confrontation with Father Logan uh, was a standout scene for him. Like his insistence on trying to get some answers out of him and his frustration and disappointment and not getting any answers was like a r- very solid moment for me. Uh, he was uh, driven and an asser- uh, assertive presence in the film, uh, a presence sorely needed because we weren't getting it from our main character. But, you know, <laughs> so yeah.
2: Nick, if I if I could have bet a thousand dollars on who your MVP would have been, I'd I'd won. Wow. <laughs> Wait, what?
1: you thought you you knew it was going to be I the inspector? Heard. I knew while I was wa-
2: I don't know maybe <gasps> because you know me doing, so well because we've been doing this podcast. But I literally was watching the movie and I was like, that's <laughs> Nick's favorite right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazing. Oh yeah. my gosh, uh, Patrick. Who is your MVP? Wow. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> um,
0: you know, I was tossing between Clift and Malden, actually, because I my favorite, the, the best acting, I think, in the movies, they're seen together. Yes, um, exactly. Movies. I absolutely 100% agree. And they're both in the same vein, you know. Well, he did Streetcar, too. I know him from Streetcar. Before oh, okay. The of, on the modern front. Um, but they're both group theater actors so it's kind of interesting to see them work together but i'm gonna give it to clift here he's gonna he's in my first place vote mullen gets a second uh place uh vote um i just think he like without without clift in this role and he wasn't the first to be offered this role um by hitchcock i think he was like this like even the third because it was such a heartthrob and it didn't really make sense for um hitchcock to cast him in
1: it right okay. because uh, i guess initially you would think like oh like the priest the, you know father logan like you don't think like yeah the heartthrob of the the 50s yeah exactly exactly you wouldn't what think the, what the hell was that that's <laughs> my dog hello doggo podcast
2: hi, hi. Okay. what's <laughs> your dog's hi, name buddy? dog hi doggy <laughs>
0: Hey Grizzly he's Grizzly. Uh, like, another um,
2: special guest on the podcast yeah. more guests
0: more dog guests please yeah he's uh he's four months so he's he just saw his reflection. They have a really interesting relationship.
2: <laughs> ah, <laughs> He's guys, not a big
0: fan. Not a big fan of his reflection.
2: I'm, I'm gonna say this. I yeah. think that's the cutest thing to ever happen on this show. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Grizzly. He just saw his reflection. Got yeah. kind of scared. It was a uh, pretty
1: yeah. important time a in his life. Up. Yeah.
0: um But like I was saying, I think I think Cliff's the MVP, and just because I I want to watch him. You know, I want more from, I want to see him in these scenes. I want to know more about the character. And I think when an actor um, makes me curious about the character more, that that's value for me. That is what brings the value in for me, for a character. And with all the other characters in the movie, even if there were some good performances, I I didn't care about their previous life or what they did or what they were doing. Or just, they were just kind of pawns in, right world of clift and that's that's why he gets mbp
2: i think that's that's why the like nick you were talking about the flashbacks i feel like that's why that pisses me off so much because i'm like why did you decide to give the flashbacks to her right exactly
1: because it's like like, if for for i really want to yeah just like flashbacks with clift you know uh uh you know just like you know even more scenes with him just like being so conflicted with what he has to do and and not to say that that stuff isn't in there because it mm-hmm. is uh yeah. and i think you know he he does like solid work i i, I don't w- want you guys to think that i thought he did like an, a bad job or yeah. anything <laughs> I, I i i just think the the script for me kind of yeah uh, it doesn't, tough- doesn't it doesn't serve him
2: well,
0: it doesn't serve the audience, I think, either, because it leaves us just—I don't know.
1: I, I'm just kind of confused by the end, kind of like, what mm-hmm. did I have? What was I supposed to feel about that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: uh So, <laughs> our ratings then, uh, Patrick. What is your rating out of ten? Oh. My
0: rating <laughs> out of ten for this movie. I'm gonna get it, give it a very. Are we? Do we get decimals here? Is that okay? Sure. Is that, Go ahead. All right. Go right ahead. Get it. I'm going to give it a 5.8. And I was leaning towards like a soft six, but I'll give it a 5.8. Cause I think it's closer on. The, I, I don't feel comfortable saying six. Uh, so I,
1: a hard 5.8,
0: hard 5.8 soft six. Hell soft yeah. Six, Hell I yeah. Saying, right? So soft <laughs> soft six, hard 5.8, because I think it's important in the sense of Clift. So that kind of raises it in like Hitchcock too. Is it just kind of like, I think it's a, what you were saying at the beginning, like, like, you're watching it and you understand why, like, it might be important to watch today. Like, if, if you're into filmmaking or if you're into even acting.
1: Right. I'm glad I watched this yeah. movie. Like, I I, yeah. I didn't love
2: it, but I, I, I am very glad I watched it.
1: Right. It was a breath of fresh air, especially with the movies we watch, Hunter. Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah before I give my rating, I will say I was so sorry. I was so excited to do uh, this movie just because I, I'm i so interested in older films but rarely do I watch them, right? Yeah, right. And this kind of gave me a a way to to do that, you know. Reason, um, which brings me to my rating. I give it a six, a six, a, a hard, so, yeah. six?
1: hard six,
2: um, <laughs> a very a lenient a lenient, <laughs> a six. lenient six. A f- a six, a flaccid <laughs> six. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're
1: five. done. We're done. We're uh, done.
2: Um, yeah, a six um, because. I again with older movies, I think it's hard to rate them on the same scale as movies now because they're they're just uh, different. You know, well,
1: there are some r- great movies in this uh, in this time. You know, I I don't think it. Yeah. You know, it 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 might be different when it comes to maybe execution, but I I do think there are some really great
2: movies uh, from this era. Well, even like with another Hitchcock film like Psycho. I really like that movie. It's great. It, as far as horror mm. movies compared to it now, is it like you know, you know what I, I mean?
1: Well, I, I, I would argue that it it's it's just as good if not better than some of those. Uh in yeah, the modern era. Saying-
2: that's a, i feel like that's a that's a that's, uh, an epi- that's an episode
1: that's an episode for an, a, for another, that's another time your, that's your halloween episode yeah right exactly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, got a, we got one we got an uh, we got a okay. Halloween episode yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, stay tuned everybody <laughs> so my, my uh, rating uh, uh would be a five out of ten
2: okay
1: uh not once again not atrocious but i i i also uh I'm glad I watched it, but I also, you, you know, there there's things to appreciate, but overall, yeah. 5 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, I... What this movie did for me, I want to do uh, a nice little deep dive in Montgomery Clift 3. Yeah, <laughs> I think
1: whatever we do with you next time, Patrick, it's got to be yeah. either Streetcar... Oh, yeah. ...or another Clift movie.
0: Or another Clift movie. Yes.
1: Yeah. Um, that yeah. would
0: be awesome. Yeah, so...
1: Uh we we mentioned before that Clift mm-hmm. is a method actor. The
0: method actor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 we're back to French. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so uh let's this is a new section we're doing for the show called Off the Top. Uh so we're gonna talk about method acting. We're just gonna, you know, off the top of our heads, just just talk about it, how we feel about it. And, uh, you know, yeah, method acting. So uh, let's jump in.
2: Yeah, Patrick, uh, you can go
1: first on
0: Are what.
2: You... Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, I think for me, I, I've kind of grown to hate the term method acting. And, like, that's just me being or teaching theater, being in the world of it for my limited time. It just seems like such a, like. I think it's so intricate for each person and how they want to create the character and it but it the idea of what we as consumers think of method acting or what excites us about method acting just uh I think it takes it I, it, it stresses me out I, I really I don't even l- love the term of saying method acting um because everyone thinks about all these crazy people which is true but it's not necessarily true. And I, I think it's just so intricate in particular, which why I like Cliff so much too, is because he, even his, as we'll talk a little, maybe a little more about the history of it, is like his is even, I think a branch off of what other people were doing.
1: Was there well, any, was there any kind of uh, behind the scenes or, or, or any kind of stories about Montgomery Cliffs method acting at all? Like what he did?
0: Well, I think he spent uh, some time living with Priest for eight days before the film. Um, interesting, so, interesting. In Quebec, too. And I think it, it's a little different because they wear their cloaks all around, too. That's kind of why he picked Quebec uh, Hitchcock. And he had his acting coach in every scene next to him so much so that he would look to his acting coach to check if he was doing it right and then continue on with the scene, which I think is like maybe not our term of method acting, but it's his intricacy of the method acting. Like I need this person here to validate what I'm doing.
1: Interesting. Um, So he needed a second opinion.
0: Yeah, but not
1: anyone's second opinion. He needed. Right. Specifically this person's. Mm -hmm
2: yeah i i don't know if this is true or not, but on another film that he did, I read that like it was either a war movie or a cowboy movie? I know that he'd done both, but uh that like he locked himself away somewhere yeah, yeah uh do you know any more about that?
0: yeah it was from the movie that we were talking about earlier where he was also nominated against uh streetcar it was he was in a prison cell and he locked himself in a prison. But it would be like, yeah, wow, which is crazy. You know, not crazy, but first time I think it's just like I can only imagine being in the fifties, thinking like, "Wow," or hearing about and like someone doing that to get a performance. Like, what? What would you think?
2: I don't. Yeah, which isn't. I feel like as crazy as actors get now with it. Like, I feel. I feel like method. Just reading, just a small amount on it. Um, I think I don't think what you call or what Jared Leto does for instance
1: <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll uh, get to that well that's a whole but fucking on, uh, section but that's <laughs> on a, Suicide that,
2: Squad yeah. though like I I don't think that what he does would be considered method
1: well also you know? uh, 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 as you were saying before Patrick about how it's different now mm-hmm. with modern movies I, I think it was it was much more Subtle, it seems like then like it was more just like, okay, like I'm just gonna be a priest or or at least find out Right, you know what they did and 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 once again have a second opinion from a really professional acting coach uh, That he he trusted so and and I feel like now when we think of method acting it, it it's almost like a joke It's almost like uh, it's almost like an a pretentious actor that that's
0: a great word for yeah
1: it's like yeah. it's pretentious it's it, it's like an actor who just wants to do crazy shit and who wants to get all the attention in the world and he's you know he's going to send rats and condoms to other actors like Jared Leto does um like it's just like it's 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 not about the character anymore it's about look how great of an actor i am i can do all this crazy shit right exactly like yeah how adventurous can i be
2: and I think you really see it in the performance too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like, and that's why uh, that's why it's not so good.
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just like Patrick, you being an acting teacher. Wow. What do you dive into method acting at all with your students? Like, you yeah,
0: into- well, kind of. We touch upon it because we read an actor prepares uh, by Stanislavski, which mm-hmm. is where method acting starts from. Right from yeah. this Russian. Uh, teacher Konstantin Stanislavski and we read his first um, his books. You know, it's year one, year two. And we read year one as a class together and it touches upon in the first chapter, I'll just bring it up. He touches upon the predicament he finds of acting, right? Because back then there was a lot of like gesture acting, right? And we like a pantomime of things, right? And that's how people would act on stage. Um, and he questions about the life of the character, the the spirit of the character. And he wants us to feel the spirit of the character. And throughout the year, we talk about, well, how, what can we do to feel the spirit of the character? And what's the predicament of that is we consciously want to get there. Like we're consciously working to get into the spirit of the character. But it comes from our subconscious. That's when the best acting comes is when we're working from our subconscious.
1: Right. When we're not thinking about it so much, we're just doing it.
0: Right. Exactly. Like any muscle memory, right? We're working from the subconscious, but the problem is if we're consciously trying to work from our subconscious, then you're not working from your subconscious. So how, what can we do in order to just go right into our subconscious? What can we do? Um, And that's what we talk about. Throughout his first book, and what we're trying to do.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah. yeah.
0: Sorry. No. What were you gonna say? Uh,
1: I I think another interesting uh, topic that I just remembered is I don't remember the movie. It was it's about the method acting from Jim Carrey in Man on the Moon, uh, and, and I don't. I remember what it's called. It's on Netflix. Um, I'm gonna look up the title. I'm gonna keep talking. Though. Oh, uh, uh Jim, is it Jim and Andy? Jim and Andy. Yes, yeah. that's it. Jim and yeah. Andy. And I, I, I see a lot of different opinions about how people perceive of his method acting. Yeah. And I, lo- I love Jim Carrey, but ultimately, yeah. I think it, it it was wrong of him to do that stuff.
0: Yeah, I, I, I I'm with you too. I love Jim Carrey. I think he's uh, Truman Show is one of my favorite movies of all time. Absolutely,
1: he's a brilliant, brilliant actor.
0: Brilliant, brilliant actor. But yeah it just it didn't seem right you know it didn't seem like he was doing it for andy like we keep saying right. like him, i'm doing it for andy kaufman right
1: because like, the spirit as you said the spirit of his character wouldn't necessarily like in like intentionally piss people off
2: right like
1: like are, that was was that who i don't i know well that's it, the thing like the, about andy kaufman was that like yeah it would look like this like you know like out of nowhere conflict with someone but it would be an act they would all be in on it
2: yeah so like if he's if he's the only one in on it then it's not so fun (laughs)
1: no
0: no
2: so why i i wrote this question down because i don't know where it kind of drifted apart why do you guys think that method acting has gone crazy
1: well, I think I I, I don't want to say it started with Heath Ledger's Joker because it's, it's not the start of that. But I think a lot of people, when they think of like, ooh, crazy character acting here, like he's just a character all the time. I think people right now in 2020 think of Heath Ledger as the Joker. You know, so I think there's this kind of idea, you know, that's spreading even to this day that like you have to be Fucked up in the head to to get to a a place and I'm not uh, and I'm not critiquing Heath Ledger's uh, Performance or the way he did it because I don't I don't I never knew him. You know what I mean? Like I don't know exactly what he even did um, but I think like people think like, oh, you have to be like in in actual pain to like get like some kind of good performance out of you is like it's like is, it's 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 like so uh, It's so uh, Important for people to know that that's not true
2: Yeah, yeah I, I I go back and forth on on that stuff like with what montgomery cliff did where he locked himself in uh prison do you guys think that is too much i don't know because i I,
0: yeah it depends on the person i think yeah because
1: right it depends on the actor because i i think we can easily say that daniel day lewis does like uh, maybe not like super duper crazy shit but like he he like didn't he like for lincoln like live somewhere for like a months or a year. I forget what it was exactly, but, but, but like he was also like super in character and like did similar things to what Montgomery did and like live in a prison and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so like, but, but we don't really see that as problematic and I don't think it is problematic.
0: No, I think too. And it's, I, I'm glad you brought up Ledger because I think it was a turning point into like this mm-hmm. modern method acting of of what we consider method acting.
1: Right? Because w- would would Jared Leto even do that stuff if he fledger did? Well, didn't do that well, stuff.
2: And it's weird, yeah, specifically the- with that character too, right? Like, right? You know, like Phoenix they they, they think like,
1: after- oh, if you're the Joker, you gotta you gotta be super method and fucking nuts, right? Like, yeah. uh, you could say the same thing about Joaquin
2: Phoenix. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, because Joaquin Phoenix also went like method
1: right and i don't know i i I, I don't know if he's classified as that for every movie i just don't know but he he definitely was for that movie i think Mm -hmm.
0: and i think yeah what's interesting i show actually this interview with aaron eckhart in my class about heath ledger working on larry king and he's talking about working with him doing the scene when they're in the hospital right and they're going and he's kind of talking to himself and where he's getting into character and we gotta think film's a lot of waiting like you're waiting around yeah. so that's why i think a lot of these actors jump into it um and they practice and he comes over to him and aaron like reaches out for him and it takes Heath back and then Heath walks away and they do it again and they practice it they just keep going and then they do it in the film and it, it's kept and then at the end they're walking away And he goes, Heath goes to Aaron's like, wow, that's some pretty good acting guy.
1: See, that's the thing, though. He's he's not
0: in character. You know, people Uh think like, so I just think that's it's practicing. It's doing your homework.
1: That's a great example, because that's ultimately what I think we all agree with that uh, where where we're saying what's good method acting is it serves the character. It serves the scene. Sending condoms to people doesn't serve anyone but your ego.
0: No, exactly. And um, yeah. it's kind of what interesting about this idea of doing your homework for the character versus uh, being pretentious, you know, or being an actor. <laughs> in a, did you guys watch the Fast Times at Ridgemont High table read?
2: No, no. but I saw <laughs> I, I saw the clip of Style
1: of
0: doing, earth, Man. Yeah. And that's Wait, what? Hilarious. I think that's hilarious. He's like he's the stoner in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It's hilarious. he's so funny. He I'll, is- have to, I'll have to watch that.
2: Yeah, yeah, and you see, watch. you see the like smoke, and he's just like jamming out. It's so yeah. funny. <laughs> um, but,
0: yeah, but Shai hates method act. Like I, I think he says f method act. I watched oh, him. Like, yeah, in an interview with him. But he, that's, the
2: yeah. the watching Shia LaBeouf talk about acting. Uh, I watched the uh, I watched the actors on actors. Mm-hmm. Think uh, Variety yeah. does, and he did yeah. one with uh, uh Kristen Stewart. And I I urge every single actor that listens to this go watch that because it, it they're so interesting and they they kind of go into like how method is like kind of not the way to go a little bit it's just hmm. like just do your homework like you guys were saying yeah right. you know?
1: and I, I once again that that's why this topic is so interesting because there are good uh really helpful ways to do it like it's not i i i think we can all agree like there are good ways to do it there are bad ways to do it it's not just one thing
2: yeah and i i also think that method back then with montgomery clift and method now uh is way different yeah you know but um,
0: it, it brought some interesting problems still for montgomery clift like if you guys remember that scene when he He's uh, not found. Uh, he's found innocent, right? He's walking into the street and he looks up at uh, like the mobs going at him and he looks up at the hotel, right? Yeah. Show us where he's going to the hotel. He didn't want to look up at the hotel. Hitchcock really? like Hitchcock, wanted him to look up at the hotel because I was in his storyboard. Like this guy looks at the hotel and he walks to the hotel and Cliff's like, I, I can't, I, I don't feel it. You know, it's not what my character would do. He wouldn't look at the- and and that's a interesting problem in itself with method acting of or this idea of whatever acting you're doing is if you're in if you're consciously in your character and but your director tells you to do something you you got to do it right
1: i yeah. think you do
2: does the the story serve the character or is the character serving yeah. the story type deal yeah um,
1: i i think like I, th- I think, uh, at least my opinion right now, is that the character serves the story.
0: Yeah,
1: and I think like their, I think their actions have to be true to character too. But I think uh, for something like a Hitchcock movie, yeah, it serves whatever's going on in the story.
2: I wonder what his reasoning for that was too. Like, why? Why wouldn't your character look up at the hotel?
1: Yeah, was he like so deep in thought he didn't want to look up?
0: So I think he, f- I don't know. I mean, I mean, only he knows. I think. Maybe if I were to guess, like maybe he just was freed and now he has a sense of relief. So like even if the mob was coming at him, like why would I look to get away? Like I'm finally like,
1: right. He doesn't care at this point. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It could be that. But and but I it it's all in his homework of it, of how he planned to do it. And the a true like method actor, I think, is super analytical. I I would think of like creating the yeah. circumstance. Like, do you think he had sex um with uh what's it, Ruth, right? Ruth. Ruth, yeah. Do you think they had sex? No. In the gazebo? No. I don't
1: I don't think they uh, did either.
0: You don't think they did? No. You? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> but I think <laughs> knows, right? Oh, yeah. he did know, right? Right. He
1: he they know.
0: They know, right? I think he did. I think he did.
1: Oh really? It's true because yeah. because he doesn't know she's married.
0: Doesn't know she's married, not a priest yet.
2: And not a priest yet. Mm. Yeah, I true. don't know. I I the reason that I don't think that they did and while watching this I was like oh, I was thinking about it. And I don't think they did because I when she was like oh like he was telling me stories about the war. Mm. Uh but I didn't want to hear about the war. And then like, she like lustfully kind of kisses him and he like kind of moves away and starts talking again. Uh, And then she goes, but the war like that, it changed him in some way. And I'm like, you know what? I I, What I thought I was like, the war changed him. I think that he's looking, he's looking at God now. Oh,
1: like you don't uh, even think he's trying
2: to. Yeah. No, I think that he was. um, Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's a good point. I yeah, think he, brings
0: he, up a great like, point of like, why did he join the priesthood? Was it because of the war? Was it, was it the guilt he felt of sleeping with a married woman or was he realized? Yeah,
1: actually, if the, if there was any yeah. flashbacks, if there are any flashbacks I wish they showed was his time in at war.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I do appreciate in some, in some way that like you don't see it, but like, I, I kind of wish to, uh, uh, to get inside his head more, that maybe we see some of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Dude, if you guys got the script and you didn't get all this though, would you feel like it's a blessing or a curse? Because I, I think, yeah.
2: I think that I'd feel uh, a lot of freedom right. to it. Because yeah. I know, um, like we, we kind of touched on this with uh, our with Brianna, but like I feel like when there's not a bunch of stuff that's set in stone it's like oh i can i can just come up with it i can come up with but that's like, the
1: thing even with stuff. a movie even with a movie
2: it's not i can do whatever the fuck i want oh no no, no. not not that i could do whatever i want but like i like, don't know like your backstory like, yeah like I, I i feel a lot more freedom well I, you can I,
1: definitely do that in theater
2: too yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I do think that there's,
1: I've, I've, done, I mean, I I haven't gone method before in the way that, you know, these giants have, but I've, I've done a lot of uh, uh, method-esque work before yeah. on like a, like a King Arthur, for example, in Camelot, you know, that's such a, a serious character. And, you know, I was, I was relatively young when I did it, but uh, I I had to do a lot of work to like, you know, uh, get oh, no, to no. get yeah, to the I, the places that I that character uh, n- needs to get to in, in those scenes.
2: Yeah, I I think there there are specific like scripts like that. Like I like I did dogfight, uh, mm. and I had to do a bunch of stuff to like, kind of like that. um Right. Yeah. If I, but if I got this script, I I think I'd I think it was a blessing and not a curse.
1: Yeah. I, about- I I would I would say. Oh, sorry. What What'd you say?
2: Oh no! no. Uh, what about you? <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Well, good. I was just about to say. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would see it as a blessing too. I, I can't. The way that I perceive method acting, I, I would always want to do it the right way, in a way that doesn't harm others or myself. Um, and I, yeah, I would totally see it as a blessing. Actually, even more so because it's a priest and because it's a. Um, you know, a a a good man.
2: Hmm. Patrick, interesting.
0: I, I like. I would see it more as a curse in a way, uh, yeah. because I would have to do so much work to create something that might not be what the the director wants and i think that's what happened with clift was oh, wow. he created something so intricate but it wasn't what hitchcock wanted from his leading man right he didn't want all these intricacies he wanted just someone and it might have worked even better if we got someone like so theatrical in the sense of the dilemma of whether to go against his uh, collar or not you know right My- um, so I, I would actually, kind. Of, that's why I would kind of see it as a, I love when people give me guidelines of as a performer and like if someone gives me blocking, I'm like, cool. Okay. But guess what? I'm going to create something in this blocking that's unique to what yeah, I want.
1: Right. You're going to make it your own, even though, yes, I have to be here. Okay. Then I have to go over here. I'm still going to do it in a way that is true to my character, but I'm going to do it like the way I want to
0: right exactly and yeah. it like uh it intrigues me more to get into my subconscious in that way and that's just how i would kind of see it and when i get this if it was like an open project and people like i see it in everyday theater even just going back to when i was in grad school working with some student directors of like people not knowing what they want to do and it just uh, it would drive me a little crazy sometimes i'm like uh Let's let's pick something. I'll try it, and if it doesn't work, then we can just try something else. Mm. But we have to build together to create something we want.
1: Right? You have to. You have to
2: try.
0: Yeah, you have to try together. You know. Yes, Yes. collaboration.
2: Yeah, Yeah. I feel like that's that's huge because with Hitchcock and Cliff, like, like you said, like I, I don't know, it just feels like there wasn't that collaboration. Cause it's like, yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Clift is was probably, I'm assuming, was like, you didn't give me anything, so I did it myself. Now you are frustrated with me, right? You know? It's like it's
0: this idea of like, two of what? Maybe Hitchcock gave him something, but how can you work in that something? Because right, I
2: think and, it's and great. All, yeah
0: to bring new things, bring new ideas that the director never tells you about. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. That's the beauty of it. But
1: I don't know. Yeah. Because it seems like at least Hitchcock is so meticulous with like what you, what you said before, like, okay. And now you look up at the hotel. It's like, it's like, uh, it's probably just like the uh, shower scene in, in psycho. It's like so specific, Mm -hmm. like, okay. Opens the curtain. Here's the knife. Rant, rant, rant. You know, it's just like, it's so specific in the in a visual way. Right. That yeah, it, it, yeah. That's probably why it upset him because he would mm-hmm. get to where he needed him to go, mm-hmm. but maybe he did a little thing. It's like, no, no, you just go there.
0: <laughs> right, and he would have to do another take and he would get so, like just reading the slimmest amount about it, mm-hmm. Hitchcock would just get so frustrated with all the takes of these method actors because they wanted to try different things. Yeah. But Which, I think, a method actor could live in a world of being told like, I'm going to, you have to walk over there and still like doing method character work. Mm-hmm. i I know you don't see my quotation fingers. Right. Well,
1: that, yeah, whenever, whenever <laughs> we're, that. whenever yeah. we're talking about modern, uh, yeah. uh, method acting, yeah. we're, we're doing quotations Thanks. on it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Just so uh, you know. Yeah. Uh,
0: but I think that can exist um, while still taking direction or being collaborative. And that brings an interesting question, I think, about method acting. Do you think it's singular, guys? Like, I think when I think of method acting, I just think of one person, like, performing. Um, like Or the modern idea of method acting.
1: Right. I You, I see. Like, you get it's that just, impression sh- of it? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I, I understand what you mean, where, like a lot of people think it's like just one person doing all this stuff yeah. when it could, it could be more than one person, you know, like I method acting, it doesn't have to be just, okay, you're this character, you're the only one who's going to method act. Okay. Yeah. It's like that. That's uh not how it works and how it, that's not how it should ever work. No.
2: Yeah. Do you, are there any, um, Films that you guys know of that have had like multiple people doing method. Hmm. You know, not off the top of my head. I'm thinking, and I, with all the stories, right, it is just one person, but that can't be it. So I wonder why that that's such like a big headline. Well, I'm
1: curious because would you, would uh, any of you guys classify Paul Dano as a method actor?
0: It, maybe
1: because yeah, he's in know. he is in there will be uh there will be blood and also daniel day lewis is in it he's a method actor for sure
0: hmm. you know it, i think it's interesting even classifying it's so hard to classify it act. is it is yeah. i think like yeah. there are
1: obvious examples like a daniel day lewis mm-hmm. but besides that yeah like maybe Uh, who knows? Some actors could be doing method acting and then they just kind of, you know, uh, switch it off. You know, now they're back to being, you know what I mean? Like, it it doesn't have to be so constant in the way that maybe a lot of us think method
2: acting is. Like, you're Uh, the character all the time.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I know like with Matthew McConaughey, my boy Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. uh, Yeah. All right, all right, all right. Uh, With uh, True Detective, season one, he Mm -hmm. like, he was. Have you guys seen that at all? Mm
0: hmm. Yeah. yeah no, like Not he me. Was
2: Rust Cole. Like on set, I heard. I wasn't there. <laughs> uh, wasn't there, but you know. From what I, I've heard. I've heard stories, you know, just floating around the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, and like he chain smoked for it. Oh. Like, my. yeah. Uh, and it, That's, it. That sucks. <laughs> well, it, it brings up. I had. Um, A brilliant acting teacher, when I went to school out in New York, who we all were assigned the same scene, right? We had to do it different ways. And in the scene, a character smokes a cigarette and he's all like, I'm not telling you guys to go out and smoke cigarettes, but what I am telling you is how would you know how to smoke a cigarette if you haven't smoked a cigarette?
1: Well, here's the thing about acting: you don't have to hurt yourself to
2: get to a place. And now I went out and smoked a cigarette. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. I did. Well, I was also I was what eight? I was eighteen, right? No, it.
1: it, it I'm I'm not judging you on that. It's fine. Oh, no, no, and totally I, but fine.
2: I I and I'm still like learning constantly all about this stuff, and I I want your guys' take on that. Would you? Do you have to do something? Obviously, like if you play murderer, you don't have to go out and kill somebody. But like, as something that doesn't, Jared Leto would, yeah, Jared Leto has apparently. Oh, <laughs> oh, the scoop, Leto! <laughs> you heard it here yeah. first, um, folks. But uh, I don't know what my question here is exactly. But like, does that make sense to you? Yeah, like uh,
1: yeah. I, I think I see what you mean. Like, where do you think you have to? be like super duper intense and super duper like, like actualizing every single thing the character does in a, in a real way to get a performance out. And I, I think I, you know, I've, I've been saying before that, like, you don't have to like go to such a dark place or such like a a harmful place for yourself or others to get to a place. But I do also think that with the right, a way of method acting and in the and with the right direction that you can get to a place while still you know uh, Doing some kind of some sort of like intensity and some sort of like forcing yourself to to go to uncomfortable places without uh, once again without uh, hurting yourself or or becoming so depressed or so Whatever you know for the part. Once again, there's, there's a, you can be intense with it. You can, you can, you can get there without, without becoming a
2: douchebag.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think it brings up the question of again, like what's homework and what's being a douchebag. You know, and Mm -hmm. like, I think it depends on. The actor and what they feel, how the life they live, and I think the project too, because I think film it, it's so like you're doing it, you're doing that scene once, so like you know, like you're well not once, but you're working on it that day. Yeah. Where in theater, you're you have to do it what eight days a week. Yeah. So there's in this the method acting comes from theater, right? It's developed yeah. a little deeper in the USA. Um, with the group theater and some of the Montgomery Cliffs and the Brandos, um, but it, it comes from theater and I don't think yeah. that's sustainable at all to, for, to do unhealthy habits in theater.
1: Exactly. I, that's a great point. Unhealthy habits. Um, yeah. I, I think I think uh, Brian Cranston said something because it's interesting now that we're talking a little bit about theater. Um, obviously, he's done a lot of theater too, uh Brian Cranston. And I think he had some sort of story. I'm, I'm not, I don't know it verbatim, but I remember him saying something like I did. I did Breaking Bad and mm-hmm. then I did this show. And I don't I don't remember the show he was doing at the time, but it was a Broadway show. And uh, it, it wasn't. Um, you know, uh, it wasn't a character as dark as someone like a Walter White, you know, kind of thing yeah, But yeah. I think an interesting really interesting interesting thing that stuck out to me that he said about becoming a character is f- to become You know a, to and embody this monster of a character literally and figuratively of of You know the idea of being Walter White right. Um, he he said something like okay I'm done shooting I'm going to take my, you know, my, my, my shirt off. I'm going to take Walter White's shoes off and now I'm back to being Brian. Mm-hmm. And then that's it. And then I move on.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm just okay. just I'm, I'm,
0: It's crazy. And I think the character, he was, I think he was LBJ on, in, on Broadway, right? Maybe. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: I think, I think you're right.
0: Which is a, which is a huge character to be yeah. something to, to be like. Oh, I can relax, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> thank God yeah. Um, yeah. i I um,
0: love the idea of like stepping out of the shoes of a character. Yes, I love me personally as I I love wearing different shoes, um, mm-hmm. and I think that helps a lot like if you're feel- if you're having fun and using your imagination and a character in your shoes in your clothing whatever whatever little tricks you have to help you fall into your subconscious of the character, that's super healthy and I think that's homework that should be explored, whether it be even like let's say you've smoked and you had a fidget of a smoking like you can definitely find like to go back to you out there of like herbal cigarettes you know what I mean like I think there's ways to like Play around it in, a, in yeah. a way like someone who works so much with their hands. I remember someone told me once they just kind of work with rope, they would just sit in their room and just like pretend to like tie things with hard rope and they like made their hands be, and it worked for them. Like, I'm holding this rope, and I was like, Oh, that's so interesting, huh. uh, it's, it's uh, not healthy, but and- it, it's a way of doing the homework of the character. but. And allowing you to be in the subconscious, but still being you, like still having that time, yeah. right?
1: Because once you take yourself away, like completely, kind of like the way Jim Carrey was kind of describing his method acting, he was like, "Oh, there, Jim wasn't there anymore," and I was like, "What?" Yeah. Was <laughs> like like oh, Jim I'm should fine. Jim I'm should sure. al- Jim should always be there. Yes, <laughs> Jim's, like, are you saying like you don't remember like what you did, or, or you don't want to be
2: uh, accountable for what you did? Um, Patrick, something that you said about and I I'd hate myself if I didn't bring this up, uh, but something that you said about you said something about hands, right? Mm-hmm. Uh in that Shia LaBeouf actors on actors thing, him and Kristen Stewart talked for about like eight minutes on how they love hands and that they found them so interesting, especially with acting and stuff. Like they do everything for you.
1: Yeah, and man. I
2: I think that's such an interesting thing to say and I wouldn't I just thought of it, and I was like, "Oh man, I'd hate myself if I didn't say that right." Just, now. just oh. as you,
1: just as you said that, I started like
2: moving my hands around. <laughs> oh wow! Well, the true. minute I, the minute I heard that, it changed. It changed my life. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I became obsessed with my hands, and in working on characters, I was like, "Well, they they don't have the same hands as me." Yeah. So, like, right? They don't. They, they don't
1: move like me.
2: Yeah. Well, it's like, how would they like? pick up you know how would they pick something up how would they crack their knuckles do they cr- you know i don't know it's just so I, I,
0: I, I yeah i love i love that i love working yeah. with fidgets like kind of in the same yeah. vein of hands. like i'm a person who fidgets a lot like i have a stress ball and i'll throw it back and back and forth and even now i'm like changing my seat but i if i'm playing a character i, I always ask myself well, would this person fidget and like what would they fidget with if they did and if they're not fidgeting, that's a choice, you know? So it's right. kind of in the same vein of the hands of just fine. Like you got to find your cracks after you did all yeah. that. homework, You can just find your little cracks in, into the character.
2: Yeah. And uh, like, there's just so many, so many levels that you can. So go many. into. Like yeah. it's, it's endless. It, you really know,
1: it, it, re- it really is endless. And, and I, and I think for the time being, uh, that will be the end of our uh, method act, method acting discussion uh, because there's there's still so much more to talk about and we want Patrick to come back so we can talk more about it next time. Yes, uh, he's on, yeah, of course. Um, and and <laughs> yes. with that, thank you so much, Patrick, for no, for being yes uh, our very special guest. We really appreciate it. You're such a smart guy and uh and you're such a great actor and then that's why we wanted you to be on uh be on this episode
2: yeah oh, the, I w- the
0: pleasure's all mine guys
1: i <laughs> will say
2: before before we go uh one of the first rehearsals of polar express i remember you doing the hobo <laughs> and i was like and i remember uh i think it was kyler or somebody was like yeah he's like he's an acting uh he's an acting teacher and i was like oh, dude, I got I got so nervous because I saw it and I was like, oh, dude, he's so good. <laughs> he's yeah. judging the crap
0: out And also, of me. I've lived on the streets. You know, I've done my <laughs> method <laughs> acting.
2: So See? You've done your homework.
0: Yeah, I've done, <laughs> I've done my homework.
2: Um, yeah. yeah, but then I got to know you and stuff like that, and you're just one of the best guys that I've ever met. So oh, thank you, yeah. you so much I for being on the show. It. Yeah, uh, We really appreciate it. At any,
0: anytime. Thanks for having me guys. It was so much fun to sit and talk about, I confess in method acting. Almighty God.
1: I confess. I confess. I confess. <laughs> yeah, thank <laughs> you so much. You've got
0: alive,
1: guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just one more thing before we leave uh, for our audience. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, email us questions, suggestions, or if you want to guest star at NYC Actors Film Pod at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at NYC Actors Pod and Insta at NYC Actors Talk Film. Uh, you can find us right now anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, please consider liking and following us on these platforms please like subscribe and consider leaving us a review on itunes look out for more updates and new episodes every week thanks for listening see ya